Hello, nice to I, meet you. <laughs> nice to meet you. I popped by the the um, marathon stream. I was the guy who complimented your button up. Oh, okay. Oh, also, Nick is the reason that we play Sonic Shuffle every year. Oh, so yes, I... I'm the same. The same guy. <laughs> Damn it! Yeah, 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 yeah. Welcome to the Static Zone podcast, where we discuss everything you watched back when TVs had a static snow cover channel before you popped in your VHS or switched over to channel three. Is wanking a crime? It's Corey, aka Tornado Jones. I only beat you up because I care about you. I'm Scotty Moe, and the documents never lie. Our guest today is Nick Flair. Hello, everyone. Woo! Why'd I get, I got, I always get the wiener jokes as my (laughs) intros. What's that say about you? What's that say about uh, our friendship? I take I'll take the low hanging fruit. It's fine. So <laughs> hey, well that's uh um yeah. All right. So first, let's introduce Nick. Then we'll go into what we watch. Nick, welcome sure. to the show. Welcome to the Static Zone. Uh, tell the internet who you are and why you're here. For sure, uh, I'm here because uh, Scotty has recorded the most number of podcasts with me and he wants to make sure that that stays high that's right Uh, (laughs) i uh should i be should i be worried about this is that what i should be (laughs) i think as of today he has you beat now but yeah i mean i mean for like bear in mind that that means i've also been off the same number like i've been (laughs) low numbers in general like they tend to end when i'm around so don't worry about it um, okay, okay. Yeah. Sega Addicts, Second Banana. We went over them. What was the other one? Uh, the, uh, just the regular Sega Addicts podcast. And yeah. then the Megavision show. For sure. Yeah. Uh, Addicts Zone. <laughs> yeah. And so and... Corey's with uh, Scrubverse, Megavision show, and Sideshow, and this. Mm-hmm. So actually, now you're tied. Shit, I forgot about Sideshow, which is basically what this evolved from. So. Nick, are you starting a new podcast yet? What's going on? <laughs> no, no. I'll have to think about it. Um, but I've been wanting to. God, I've been wanting to. So thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Um, the uh, other reason is is because um, I, Scotty knows how much I fixate on stuff like Sonic Shuffle or other movies that are part of it. Uh, yeah. I found out that you're the reason Sonic Shuffle's in my life recently. And I, I will, I will apologize <laughs> for nothing. Well, I, ha- I, I have like to say, too, like, yeah, all right. <laughs> I have to say, too, that Nick's right? uh, my introduction to Nick, no joke, was the first like I had taken a break from Sega Addicts and then I came back onto the podcast and we always had these long winded quotes that we would bring in as our own intros. And I did a monologue from a movie that I swore no one other than Chirito had seen. And then Nick goes, oh, that's from Johnny Mnemonic, right? I was like, holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> I was like, wow, I need to keep talking to this guy, I guess. Holy crap. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I found my two friends that I'll always have forever. So. <laughs> yeah. 
so yeah so yeah no we're happy to have you here thank you for coming um absolutely but uh so yeah with that nick picked memories of murder uh a korean film that i'll read the synopsis to here a brutal serial killer is on the loose, and it's up to two very different homicide detectives to catch him in Memories of Murder, a riveting police procedural... Procedural? Yeah. From Bong Joon-ho... Oh, boy. Sorry. Sorry ahead of time. Bong Joon-ho, director of The Host and Mother and Parasite. Uh, I don't know why it's not mentioned here. This might have been before that release, but... Based on an actual series of events that began in 1986, the film centers on a rural cop named Park Do-mong, Song Kang-ho from The Host and Thirst, and his tense partnership with Inspector Su Tae Yoon. I'm not going to keep... Uh, we'll get to him. Big City Detective, <laughs> fresh from... Is it Seoul, I guess you have, is how you... Soul, that's yeah. how it sounded Soul, to me when yeah. they were saying it. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, by the way, I want to point out, I watched the Hulu version, and the Hulu version talk says... Uh, it actually says three inspectors, because it counts the like the third uh-oh. wheel guy in as the third one, so... The doofus. I, I literally called him doofus in all of my notes because it was just quicker for me to type. He was the muscle. He was the super hot-headed one. So. Yeah, he's like the goon. He's the one-man goon squad, pretty much. Um, yeah. But yeah, you can watch this on Hulu and also YouTube. Um, Hulu's free as far as I... Because I don't have the yes. paid thing, so I think that's that's how yeah, you can. Yeah, that's how it. I watch it. YouTube, it's like three ninety nine, something like that. And I think it's on a yeah. couple other streaming services. but you, I think it's on Amazon, but you got to... You got to have like the stars or I it's probably the IMDb package really is probably what oh, it's going to be. Right. Mm. So. right, right, right. Yeah. Um, so again, I apologize. I will go through these names of the cast and crew. We're just going to go through the, the, the three main players in this. Um, Song Kong Ho is detective Park Dumont, who was in uh, most notably Parasite. I still haven't seen that. I know I need to. Um, I haven't either. Yeah, he's in Parasite, The Host, which is a Korean monster movie, and also Also, also haven't seen that. So. <laughs> uh, Host is pretty good. Host is... I've heard it is. Yeah, I, I I really dig it. I dig monster movies, though, but um, Host I saw uh, in a way that is not possible now because I was just walking around a rental shop, and I was like, I need a monster movie. This looks cool and random, and took it home, you know? Um, right, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's decent though uh and then kim song kyung is detective sel tai yung uh he was the movie may 18 what's with this family and daiwang sejong and then roha kim is detective cho young koo who is also in the host a bittersweet life and little girl k um the director we mentioned before is bong jun ho who also wrote this along with uh kwang rim kim apparently wrote the play adaptation and then this was also written by sung bo shim uh, in terms of numbers, these were li- take them with the grain of salt, even though it is box office mojo and a mixture of Wikipedia, because I couldn't. Fi- it took me a little official. bit of digging to find the actual <laughs> 2003 numbers. Like it kept trying to show me since I'm in the U.S., it kept trying to show me the 2005 U.S. release numbers. Um, mm-hmm. But the uh, budget was 2.8 million. Domestic opening in U.S. and Canada was July 17th, 2005. That was only $4,000, not even four and a half, but almost four and a half thousand dollars. Domestic was 15,000. International was a million, 151,360. And then worldwide was a million, 166,717. So did not make its money back. I didn't, but it has a following now. (laughs) Yeah, it has a following now. And and I mean, the more we talk about it, I think we'll see why it's we'll see why it didn't like break records at the box office or anything. Yeah. But I'm, I'm sure I, as a result of Parasite's success, people have gone back and now 
it's exploded in popularity here and What's there. I know there's a cult following know, now, though. Mm-hmm. Didn't know the director directed uh, this and Parasite until after I watched this movie. And I was like, oh, okay. Because a lot... What's weird is when you go on IMDb... Because I was looking for images and stills for the for the video version of the podcast. And uh, all the like newer, tra- like, newer posters for mem- Memories of Murder have from the director of Parasite. And right. I was just like, wait, what? How did that... That's... Yeah. That's a long time ago. Okay, so... Uh, yeah, but yeah, that's how I found out, and I was like, "Oh, okay," because I haven't seen Parasite. I know a little bit about it, and I was like, "Okay, I get this now." So it's unfortunate yeah. that it it did so bad commercially. <laughs> I mean, is it yeah. surprising? We we talked about Annihilation, which is way better than most of the movies that released the weekend that it did. Uh, I don't yeah, know if you caught true. that episode or not, Nick. Have you seen that movie though, Nick? Annihilation with uh, Natalie yeah. Portman. Okay. Um, For sure. It apparently released the same weekend as the first Black Panther movie, so no one cared about anything oh, else. Yeah, yeah, yep. So, which is a shame because it is a really solid film. I was in the theater seeing Black Panther. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But the reason I mentioned that is it's Part of the problem. This is probably kind of around the same thing as just people right. were not going to this. This is also kind of a genre that you. I, I can't say that I really personally have any friends that go to the theater for stuff like this unless they are mm. hoity-toity moviegoers or something, you know? Yeah. Um, I want I to mean, make it noted, I, I knew nothing about this movie going in. I did not same. know. Like, I knew zero about it. And I started watching it. And I will admit, for about the first half, I was like, I don't know. Like, I, I was, like, not on board with it for a little bit. And then, like, there's a, there's a certain... This movie, uh, you know, fair warning... Uh, it might be the darkest movie we've watched on this entire show, maybe. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot to say spoilers inbound, whatever. You guys know the drill. But yes, most importantly, definitely. this is a crime drama. I want to put this up front. So if yes. you if you do want to watch this, just the this is going to be a rare time. I'm going to say just turn off the episode Stop now. Watch the movie before you listen to us, because it's going to be spoilers everywhere. And you really need to go into this uh, just yes. cold. And my I had a similar uh, feeling as Corey and I just kept. But when that half hour was up, I was like, "Uh, this is a Nick movie. So something's gonna (laughs) something's gonna happen. So I'm going to stick with it. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. Nick, why did you choose this? (laughs) Well, well, thank you. Thank you so much for the faith, Uh, because (laughs) so when when you asked to like pick movies, I was thinking like you know, what are like really easy high grabs? Um, and I looked at the list and then um, I was like, man, what if I just do something really weird and and pick um, pick something super out there? Uh, Scotty used to talk about me being like a, a, a very much a hipster. Um, and I think that that's <laughs> never changed because um, this movie came to mind and I was just like something that's, you know, very alternative uh, a lot of people when they do know bong jun ho they do know him for parasite which and you know i'm pretty contrarian so when people were like yeah this is the best movie whatever and i saw it i was like yeah it's good you're like yeah. no nah, no it ain't <laughs> well exactly exactly what was said to me was this movie was life-changing and i and i said to the person who said that to me if i walk out of this movie and I don't radically reevaluate my life. Uh, yeah. You are a liar, and right. have yeah. re- like you are the reason why I didn't enjoy this movie as much. Right. And it it didn't. It like it was very good. Um, but this movie, I think, is probably Bong Joon Ho's like 
superior movie in, in my right. opinion. Um, this is my first of his films I've ever watched. So gotcha. I might start going down the, I definitely now yeah. after watching this, I got to watch parasite. So sorry. Yeah. Right. No, no, you, so. no, 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 not at all. Um, but like just top to bottom, I, I think it's superbly acted um, and directed. And there was a, um, a, a series, every frame of painting, uh, which is mm-hmm. uh, a, a series that analyzes like shot composition, cinematography. He yeah. does one on Memories of Murder, which is really, Ooh, really okay. interesting. Um, so that's some uh, companion watching again after the film. Yeah. Uh, right. Just to take a look at it. That's yeah, one of the no, things I, I wanted to point out was the cinematography. The, the Like when I first like 10 minutes in, I was like, OK, I have to watch this movie completely different than how I usually watch movies for the podcast, because mm-hmm. a lot of times, yeah, we're talking about how a shot's composed or like most of the time we're talking about the insane bat or batshit insane story. But with this, I was like, oh, wait, hold on. I'm go- I like I started noticing like the certain things that were in scenes, a certain way things were cut. Like there's one mm-hmm. in, in, in particular I'm going to talk about a little bit later. But yeah, the city, it's it's like just watching art the entire time. Yeah. So. yeah. It is, it, and it is one that it's like this really does command your attention. If you if you are just kind of watching it or like chatting with somebody, it's not the ideal way to watch the movie. Like, yeah, it, it is one that you really have to focus on. Oh, and I, if you don't like foreign films, this is this is completely not in English. So if you don't <clears> like that kind of movie, then yep. it might not be for you. I personally love to read my movies, so it just you know I sure. I started watching foreign films as a young like. Like I remember, I think I was like 13 when I watched my first one, and my dad was just like, "This kid's a little weird," but all right. So. <laughs> I, I attribute my ability to speed read from watching um, yeah Chinese movies with my family growing up. It's like you know I was like six years old watching kung fu movies, you know wuxia mm-hmm. film, and my dad's like, "Hey, you got to learn to read it. I'm not going to explain it to you. We're not going to slow this movie down. We're not going to go back." Right. You, if you want to know why that guy's getting his face chopped off, you better you better learn to read quick. Yeah, right. That's yeah, cool. I realized something was going on with this movie when I was connecting that. Um, at first, it feels like it's just a slice of life thing because you really are just seeing the progression of this crime case, and I'm like, there's not really a struggle actively happening. So I think, yeah. and and so I was like, I. And this is in the 80s, so that explains a little bit of how things are going a little bit slower. Um, but but when I realized that, I think it was honestly that one long camera shot that made me realize it, which I re- which is probably my mm-hmm. favorite part of the movie, like one of my favorite parts of the movie um, in the field where they're trying to figure out um, the crime scene and everything. But when after that happened, I was like, oh, there's more going on here than it than just a crime story. Like I was like, I'm going to I need to I need to actually pay attention, <laughs> you know, because it, it does about, feel it like that if you if you just watch it through uh, it, you might and you're not really picking up on things um, not to sound pretentious, but you're probably going to get out of it like, oh, that nothing happened. It was just like a piece mm-hmm. of that part of the world. Nothing really went on. And so. Right. Yeah, I will admit that I did have to watch a explanation. Uh, <laughs> I tried to find like a ending explanation because I was bummed at mm. first. And then other videos popped up about other things in the movie. I'm like, oh, OK, I need to watch this a second time and not take notes and just watch it for sure. Just watch so, it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I rewound this movie a lot. There were a lot of times where I hit. Re- it was well, about I told the time, Corey, I 
I told you, Corey, I, I struggled to even tell you that you should watch this twice because I didn't want to give you the impression of like, I just didn't want to preempt you for anything with this movie because I was like, ah, right, he's going right. to think one way and then like not watch this how he probably should, you know. But so all I said was like, maybe give yourself enough time to watch it twice. I gave it one watch, but my watch was like three and a half hours because I would rewind parts a little bit sure. more and like I was like noticing things and stuff like that. Uh, but uh, what I wanted to say was about the time where because you oh, you see this protagonist, it's who you see first. He's like a detective. And then you're like about 10, about 10 minutes in, maybe 15 minutes in. You're like, oh, this is a bad guy. Like he's <laughs> a, kind of a dirty cop. Like he's, he's not a lovable yeah. protagonist. He is at yeah. points, but he's also like a piece of shit. So like he's kind of like like in the last episode, we talked about Jackie Chan's character, but he's like much more the adult version of that because yeah. he was like oh he's like kind of dorky or not dorky but he's kind of like you know a jerk and all that now this yeah. guy's oh they're beating up at a, a a witness but i'm like it was 98 it was 86 and there's like mm-hmm. a civil you know defense thing going on and all that so like and then there's police brutality method that or not method but thing that theme that's going on throughout the movie as well and i'm like oh mm-hmm. okay that's when i started getting into it yeah for sure yeah yeah it was funny, too, because Rachel was um, she'll usually be in the room when I'm watching these things, but she was just reading a book and she was like uh, on one part. She was like, what is he? Yeah, he put that shoe there, like the part where he's uh, interrogating yeah. with the shoe yeah. that he put in the mud. I was like, yeah, he's a shitty cop. He's trying to just get this case done. That's why it's not he's yeah, not yeah. actually doing his job. Yeah. Um, Which is why I like when the uh, the detective from Seoul comes in. You're like, oh, he's calling him on all his bullshit. And he's actually a good detective. Mm-hmm, and he's going to mm-hmm. like make the other guy look bad. And then you're like, wait, the other guy does have some mere, weird mystical person reading power. And you're like, OK, they work well together. So I don't know. It was very yeah. back and forth the entire movie with their relationship. Yeah, it's a strange mm-hmm. thing. And I uh, I guess we'll i think we're gonna keep jumping around unless we start talking about specific scenes but the the gist of the movie is there was a murder and the um i want to say it's a small town but i feel like that's just really that country it's not necessarily this is a small town cop uh well go ahead nick it is it, it is meant to be a rural area okay um, I but he like about that at one point, he's like, you don't know this area like we do, like, and right. all that stuff, so. yeah, that, yeah, that too. That's, that's super, con- that's pounded into this dude's head eventually. Um, but basically a murdered girl is found and they try to, it stems or it, it branches out into, uh, a collection of murders and they figure out they think they figure out when it's going to happen and a guy an out of town cop comes in to try to help in this small town just group of idiots that just want to get stuff done to be in the papers and to make people dirty think cops. that they know what they're doing yeah it's 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 dirty cops but it's more a result of laziness rather than just yeah, like they it's want not like to they're be... taking bribes and stuff yeah. they're just like uh we're just like tired so we're just going to get this done yeah, yeah it's really which is such a weird thing to think about like you're lazy so you you go you become a policeman. That doesn't seem like that's a lazy person's job. You know, <laughs> they just um, become so blase with everything going on that they're just like, yep, this is a case. That's just like all the other ones. Let's get it close. Sorry yeah, for your right. loss. Goodbye. Let's move on. hundred percent. So. so, yeah, so that's, that's what it is overall is, is, um, is this case is getting 
they don't even realize it. it's a, a, an out-of-towner cop from a bigger city just comes in to help with this case that is clearly out of their hands or out of their uh, wheelhouse, I guess you could say, sort of. But um, yeah. and that's that's what it is. It's it's the cops kind of buttonheads and also trying to just get it done for the sake of getting it getting it done while the out-of-towner is obsessing over correctly the documents uh, don't lie yeah yeah correctly yeah. finishing this case and everything and 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 finding justice um right. and uh we'll get to the ending eventually but it's not a it's not a happy ending we'll just say that much so i wanted to talk about the beginning when uh i'm gonna butcher uh the main character song song kong ho that Detec- one yeah detective park detective, detective park. park there's okay, detective there park okay. detective co detective cho Right. Okay, Detective Park. When he finds the first, uh, the first victim, uh, I had to remember that it was 2003, and I was like, "Oh, those fl- digitized flies did not look good." Like, right. Yeah. <laughs> like those did not. It was very bad CGI'd flies. But I was like, "Yeah." I, that's the only probably bad part of the movie when it comes I to think like, so. uh, yeah, like practical effects and stuff like that. It's really only CG that's in the movie. It feels like. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. So. Bong Joon Ho is very good at subtle CG. There's some stuff in Parasite that's CG oh. as well that, like, um, yeah. Is... You mentioned subtlety, and I realized no, that's yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> uh, so. So. It, yeah. They. They are very low on CGI. Obviously, just okay. because of the time, but I believe that's also uh, Bong Joon Ho's preference. Um, yeah. Yeah. Before we get too far into the that first works. scene, I, I do want to say like. Scotty has the benefit of watching it twice. I've I've watched this a number of times. I've shown it with friends and family. The way that the film opens uh, mirrors the way that the film closes. It, yeah, it just I did notice you. that in my viewing. Yeah, the color. Perfect. I was like, oh, this is great. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that was the big thing that I took away from one of these analytical videos is the study of color throughout it. Because um, only mm-hmm. the first and last scene has that is drenched in yellow. And everything else is yep. pretty plain, but it it does that so Dirty. that when there is color, you're um, attracted to that, sometimes to distract you from what actually is going on. Uh, mm-hmm. So when I realized that, I was like, ah, fuck, I, I love this kind of stuff. <laughs> that means I need to pay attention now. So yeah, um, right. but no, the other the other moment, I, there, the two moments that made me realize I need to pay attention to what's happening in this movie was uh, that one long camera shot. But then the other time was when um, the girl was in the rain going to the factory and it pans mm-hmm. over and very blurred in the background is the silhouette of the murderer. I'm like, Oh shit. That, that is... freaked me out. Well, that yeah. freaked me out a lot. Cause he just At... popped up and then he well, unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately at first, my first thought was, uh, is my internet fuck it up because I'm streaming this and it's like, is it just not yeah, 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 coming yeah. in clear, you know, but, <laughs> <laughs> but then I was like, well, no, she's very clear and in the foreground. So the director definitely wants me to notice that, but almost maybe not notice at the same time. So I'm like, okay, I, I see right. what's happening here. I'm, I, I'm picking up what you're throwing down there. That part where, cause that, that POV shot of her running down the road with the flashlight and then he runs off the side was like some fucking foreskin or not foreskin, but uh four chan. Uh, sorry. What? Four, that is a different. Pasta. <laughs> it was a... like a creepy pasta thing. My bad. Yeah. Four chan. I don't know why I said foreskin. My bad. Uh, <laughs> different, different, inter- different side of the internet there. But that, for. that freaked me out when he, when the, the murderer ran up and I was like, ah, shit. Yeah. Uh, I want to talk about my my favorite scenes, but we're not there yet. (laughs) Let's just do it. I mean, we don't have to talk in order of this because I feel like if we lay it out order for order, then no one has a reason to watch this movie. 
Um, okay, yeah. there's a part where they find the third. The, so come to find out, there's two victims that they find, and then they're like, nope, there was a, the when uh, Professor or not Professor Detective So or Co comes down. He's like, there's a third victim. I haven't found her yet. I think I know where she's at. Give me, you know, you know, all this stuff. And they're in the autopsy room, and they pan down to the full body, like de- half decomposed body, for yeah. like two frames, and then it goes into the next scene where they're like cooking meat on a grill. Yep, and best transition like, in the whole film. <laughs> I was like, I rewound that like two or three times because at first I was like, oh, and then it went to the next one. I was like, woo! Like mm. I had a lot of emotions within like. I laughed three out seconds, loud. So. I laughed. I like. I was just like, oh my god, great transition. That was horrible. Yeah, Thank that you. Was really good. And also like, and like, it's the meat's a little, just a little too wet, and you're oh, like, it is red. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it that was a good one. That's Korean barbecue, man. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you 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 don't go to you don't go to a Korean barbecue immediately after an autopsy. Oh boy, just another <laughs> Tuesday. Know, <laughs> yeah, that's that one. Was, that was that was a beautiful scene though. Like I love yeah. I love that shit. So. Yeah. Um, I liked, I noticed uh, some other stuff. If you watch in the background, like the very first scene where uh, Detective Park is taking in just another dude that he's framing, basically, and he's slowly typing into his typewriter. In the background is some other officer just falling asleep at his desk. <laughs> like yep. nothing is happening well, in this. Well, time. I love how the the suspect is the one that like fixes the typewriter for him. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to press Enter to make, get to the next line on the typewriter. Yeah. Like, how do you not know? It? Yeah, it's like, it, it just sh- it just shows how no one is taking this detective seriously. Like even the convicted yeah, felon, quote unquote, is just like you do it like that. It, it was based. It was almost the SNL skit of move, and like the IT guy comes in. You know. <laughs> Like nobody, <laughs> yeah, right. nobody gives a shit about anybody else in this town. Um, I was not expecting the sex scene that happened out of nowhere. A lot of jump cuts to things Boom. that are just all over the place. Uh, There's a lot of raunchy stuff in this movie. <laughs> there is. Yeah. Um, which I guess I read a factoid and I don't know if this is right, but, uh, and I, just since I mentioned that scene, I'll jump to this one factoid. Um, the apparently, so there is a lady interest or so I thought, who was Detective Park's girlfriend, but or wife or something. But it said in this factoid here that um, when it looks like they're at home, that it's actually she is a prostitute and they are in a brothel. Is that right? I don't you know, know about that. So, oh, so okay. I I saw that. No, that's not correct. I don't okay. know what I I saw that same well, factoid. At the end, I'm like, like he was married him. to her and had kids. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. No. They are. They, they are. Uh. That's his girlfriend. Um, okay. I had to look. Okay. I had to look it up myself because I'm like, this is like the fifth time I've watched it, and I keep forgetting. Like, how, <laughs> <laughs> or like, are they married or is he? Is she a prostitute? No, they they are uh, together. I think a prostitute will wash your bloody clothes. Is all I'm going to say. Yeah, That's yeah, that, I was like, that, was... that doesn't make sense. But yeah, I mean, it, it, the IMDb factoids are just as um, accurate as Wikipedia. Reliable, so. yeah. Yeah, as Fox right. News. So there you go. <laughs> that too. Yeah. Uh, uh, what I wanted to say that that sex scene is awkward as hell. <laughs> Not that mm. there was a sex scene, but it's just like the dialogue that happens in it. You're like, oh, okay. But. Yeah, yeah. It, it set it up exactly what it needed to be. Like he's not a good cop. Like yeah. that's just how it is. Nope, nope, nope. Free free healthcare from dating her, I guess though, right? <laughs> or something. Yeah, uh, I guess. <laughs> there were some um, tough scenes in the movie too. There were a couple ones. When especially they meet with the, the uh, handicapped kid, I don't really know how to even refer to him because men- he's mentally challenged. Uh, yeah. ch- uh, adult kid, adult. Yeah, that's what it is. 
Yeah. Uh, well, it was also a weird introduction because his uh, Park's girlfriend says like, oh, he's got the thing with the face. I'm like, oh, Jesus, you're laying it on thick here. But he has well, burn marks, actually. On yeah. the Hulu version, it says the R worded. He says yeah. the R worded. And I was like, before she talks about the scarring on his face, and I was like, oh, so mentally challenged. And then, like, on top of that, he's got a he's a burn victim, too. Jeez. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kids had a rough life. And meanwhile, it doesn't get it any doesn't better. get any better yeah. <laughs> at all. <laughs> no, he gets it's some new so fake sad. shoes and that's about it. Uh, bootleg. Now, I do want to say I do want to say at the point where they take him into the mountains to get his confession. Because that, because again, they're just trying to close the case, so they're going to tell this kid exactly what he needs to say, so they can close out the case and everything. Right. Mm. I knew right away that I was like, he's not the killer. Like he, this yeah. is like that. It dawned on me so, very early that he saw the murder yeah. happen. I mean, as soon as he started narrating anything, I was like, oh, he's just saying what he saw. His whole demeanor That's changed. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, a, it was so. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to point out uh, like a color. Thing that okay. I realized when I was taking notes, actually. So I've seen this a number of times. Um, it, it, as you know, you know, they take all the suspects in, they kind of tune them up, beat them down. Mm-hmm. Um, the the first kid, he's wearing a white undershirt, one underwear. Second guy, white undershirt, the uh, the red frilly uh, panties. Yeah. Okay. Um, they don't undress the third guy because you know this is when they're all working together. He is the only one who's wearing gray. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think is a very interesting uh, color choice. And by the time that, you know, he's like handcuffed and, you know, being beaten down in the rain, he's wearing all black. Yeah. Yeah. Just like the cops and pretty much anybody in any position of power throughout the film. I didn't even notice that shit. Yep. (laughs) Yep. Jeez. We're never going to be able to, we're never going to be able to watch perfect blue and talk about it because that'll be like three episodes, Corey. (laughs) <laughs> oh, uh, yeah 100 uh, percent yeah no like i did say when i was watching this movie i was like man maybe nick heard that one episode where i said i liked like depressing movies are my favorite and he was like i'm just gonna give him i'm gonna start at the top and give him this one because <laughs> so, the whole movie i'm like there i mean i like i said i was so many emotions during this movie like sad like Ang- I got angry at some points. So I was like, what the fuck is going like all that stuff? Like yeah. I was going through stuff. I laughed at parts. Like there were parts that made me legitimate laugh. And then there are other parts where I was like, just ooh. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there were parts that like what's amazing is it doesn't you could show this on TV. You could maybe cut some parts a little short, but you could still show this and it wouldn't be like uh, like as drastic of like snakes on a plane censoring or something. Um, but by that, I mean, like they still show like the autopsy scenes are like the mm-hmm. sounds you don't want to hear and different yep. things that are described. And it's like, but you're not seeing anything, but it's still really rough. Um, yeah, very visceral. Yeah. So it's, I got uh, a little bit of saw vibes from it. Just not as not as crazy as saw is, but just mm-hmm. that dirty detective movie like that, that uh, little bit of seven. This movie reminded me a lot of seven. Uh, so, yes, I agree. Yeah. But the uh, yeah, the the contrast of the different styles, I think, and, and the way that it contrasts each of the characters, um, I think is really impressive, like just like a, a folksy kind of, you know, I, I all I need to do is look at you and I'll know whether or not right. you're guilty. Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing that I think is funny is that when you when you watch that, like your initial reaction is like, that's bullshit. 
obviously. So you don't even need to stick around for any of the um, outcomes. Like Mm -hmm. time he brings it up, it cuts away because you kind of figure like it's basically the movie saying like, we know you're full of shit, dude. Let's move on. You know, until the movie wants you to know that he's not full of shit. (laughs) Yeah. So so like even by the end, you're kind of like, well, is there something to what he's saying mm-hmm. or not? Like I, I you, you yeah. don't really know something that you feel like you should know. I can stare into your eyes and know if you're telling the truth or not becomes that's a little Jojo shit is what that is <laughs> like. It's that's, that's crazy. Yeah. And, and it is really funny how he sticks to that. Like, he, you know, he doesn't want to run up normal leads. He's chasing down just the most bizarre evidence. Yeah, there's no pubic hair, so I gotta find a dude somewhere. The baldies. <laughs> yeah, I gotta find somebody who's got no pubic hair. So I'm just gonna but go it, to the bathhouse. But that also <laughs> d- shows a good dichotomy be- between like the characters there because he says that to the chief, and the chief's like, "Are you serious?" But meanwhile, his doofus partner's like, "There's uh, the monks yeah. right next door. We could go check." Like he's ready to go with this ha- this half-assed idea, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like right away. Oh, absolutely, you know? absolutely. Because they're so used uh, to doing that. Because that's probably what they they've been they've been doing it for years, probably. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah, contrasted like uh, de- the detective Sayo the whole time uh, throughout mm-hmm. from his uh, introduction, he's just reading through things, looking through things. That scene where uh, doing actual Park, police work. <laughs> yeah, the scene where Detective Park has to give a presentation to the inspector, like the chief inspector. Oh my gosh! Where he's yeah. like. Yeah, uh, there's two murders, one on the 12th and the 16th. And he like pauses and he goes, oh, no, it's on it's on December 16th. <laughs> and there's like, uh, yeah, so it's not uh, his thing. You know, she was bound and uh, they found semen. Wait, he like looks off. He's like, wait, they found semen. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah this is basically what he did. I like that scene, though, because that's the stuff you don't see like anywhere, like maybe in Law and Order or something. But you don't see like all you ever see is like the the hard chiseled cops going through the rain and stepping through the mud. They know but everything. You, you never see like, yeah. oh, it's time for the paperwork, you idiot. This is really like 80 yeah. percent of your job. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, that's um, like in a horror movie where the one person survives and they're just like, oh, it was a it was a ghost. And they're like, all right, come on now. You're the one that did it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But uh, what I what I do think uh it was great was that like um both of them ended up having shortcomings. Like obviously mm-hmm. the guy who's yes. flying into folksy whatever um doesn't find the bad guy. Shocker, you know. Yeah. Um but they they show the strengths of both of them uh which is surprising. Like uh Seo has the megaphone and they contrast that scene the one shot scene of Detective Park, like wandering around this field, like, hey, you know, trying to control the crime scene. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have it taped off. Like all all this evidence is getting destroyed. Kids are running through here playing with the body. Like, what are you doing? Runs over evidence. Like, yeah. And Detective Seo just commands respect. You know, he, he has the megaphone. He can tell people like people listen to him. But then the quarry comes and, you know, he's got the megaphone out again. Nobody's listening to him. Yeah. Um, but it's it's uh, Detective Park's like kind of instincts and, you know, whether or not you buy into the full detail. Like, yeah. Yeah. And that whole um, scene, that though, too, is just it. like it re- it shows how chaotic just this world is, because the the I assume he's the foreman just because he's supervising everyone. He's just like watching the cops. He's not stopping his entire group of men from working to like let the police no. do something. He's just like, what the hell are they doing? 
you know <laughs> like, yeah. also there's no security like you can just walk onto a mines or like an excavation scene without ever being questioned or anything like that so yeah so and i'm going to tear this one apart uh this that the quarry scene and chase sure um just because having watched it five times this part finally stood out to me where i'm like is this guy like is he on a break from his work or did he do this right. before work he's like almost a did mile he... away from it <laughs> yeah, yeah did he go into the woods to crank one out and like not only that he didn't i don't think he finished and then no he manages to outrun three cops go back to work <laughs> or go to and blend perfectly in at a job that he doesn't do yeah. it's very difficult to tell it's a little confusing because now that you brought it up it didn't even dawn on me until now that i'm like oh wait he must have been a worker there because he had the clothes on so like right what's, what the heck is going on here and like nobody questioned him it was like they knew who he was yeah yeah so that was weird so but, yeah. yeah was he on some kind of break who knows I don't know, but it's it sure made funny for yeah. fun scene. I mean that that broke it up more than anything. That like I feel like they, I feel like part of the reason that scene happened was to pick up the pace of the movie a little bit because it was pretty yeah. slow going up until that point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but then they thought they had another suspect, etc. So, uh, but that it's a weird that, couple scenes that, in here though. That was also the scene where they um, uh, emphasized Parks shaman eyes or whatever too to an extent yeah. like he didn't even look for the yeah, underwear even though i think or wait did he see the underwear when the guy bent down or did he see did. Oh, yes okay well he took then, his yeah. pants all the way off so <laughs> yeah well no i mean but i mean in the quarry oh i know where you, yeah yeah yeah, yeah when he about, when he bends over to pick something up he sees it peeking out and i think hard, he uses yeah. that that time to like reinforce his like yeah no i have my shaman eyes i can i yeah. looked into this dude yeah mm-hmm. and well, that's when to take uh, yeah, I was ahead. gonna say there was a part in the after, so it's like a it's a chase scene, and then it it like calms down for like thirty seconds, and then it starts the chase scene back up again. Yeah, and I was like, because that's the part where they all meet back up. They're like, we couldn't find him, and he just jumps over a wall, and he's like, oh, there he is. And I was like, why is this scene here? Like, why couldn't we have just gone from the chase into like running into the quarry? So, so, and and this is a like I would almost say it's blink and you miss it because okay, you would I would argue that um, Detective Cho, the the kicky guy has yeah. almost no strengths. Right, like, yeah. He's there to kick people's ass. Yeah, and that's he's it. He's just like a thug. He's the one who jumps up because he hears the dogs barking. Right. So that's true. That's, okay. That's his only strength. Like yeah. he has some practical uh, practical physical abilities and he's somewhat like rural observant. Like that's okay. what he brings to the investigation team. Other than Had that to show look, off why he was there. So <laughs> Yep. That's so that is the purpose. That's literally the purpose of that scene, I think, is just and to then his you, fate like, is really sad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's his own fucking fault. <laughs> that is true. Mm-hmm. It is. that It's sad. But like he. Yeah, it's pretty rough. What happens like his downfall, really? My second time watching this, every time he kicked a dude and put that little slipper on his shoe, I was like, oh, well, yeah, yeah. I see what they're leaning towards now. So, yeah, yeah, and I, I can't remember it, it. That was the foot. That was the leg that he lost. Yeah, the leg that, that he loses. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Jeez. Yep. 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 That's true. Tetanus will get you. Um, <laughs> that should have been the intro thing. <laughs> tetanus will get you. Yeah, this is tetanus will get you. This is Corey. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> put that on the box on the back of the box. Tetanus will get you. 
Static Zephyr. Uh, do we want to talk about the ending yet, or are there other? Uh, stuff we I mean, talk we can. About? We've we've really been bouncing around, which I really like because we always do frame for frame almost. Um, oh, I was yeah, just sure. looking at some of my highlighted notes here. Uh, I have a couple gut wrenching ones. So. Yeah, that was the whole. Uh, well, the gut part of the gut wrenching thing was going to the school. I, if you didn't understand that there were color themes, then the school should super duper clue you in because you mm-hmm. see all these white outfits and then the band aid scene. Um, yep, and all of that stuff. That that was definitely gut wrenching. Once that girl dies. Mm-hmm. Um, because it just, it didn't, I don't know that it needed It's even gut-wrenching right before then, because you're like, oh, crap, the prostitute's gonna die. You're like, oh, no. And then it, like, the movie flips it, and you're like, oh, no. Then it's making you pick which one, making you, like, who do you want him to go after? You're like, it wasn't the little girl, fuck, why? And then you're just like, oh, I know what's gonna happen now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That was a really, that was the rough, that and probably the mentally challenged character's, uh, ultimate ending which was mm-hmm, really, yeah. really sad. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that yeah. was shitty. And the um, uh, I have in my notes here how uh, the police lady I didn't write her name down, but the, the only lady on the police force basically brings uh, like almost closes this case um, yeah. with her stuff. But nowhere does anybody say, like, good job. That's some good police work or anything like that. No, he just she's the lady just the getting d- coffee for everybody. Bag. I mean, it's 86. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They, they they ignore her in almost entirely. The only legitimate use of the tape recorder throughout the entire film is when she's using it. Right. Yes, Every yeah. other time they're trying to coerce a, a confession out of someone, uh, and she finally is recording someone's interview of somebody who's willing to talk to her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it clicks right at the end. Like that yep. was a good little a part of like cinematography too. Just like yep. boom, got it. So. Yeah, that was pretty good too. Yeah, um, let's see. I'm just looking up my notes here. Uh, no, I this mean, time I didn't. Covered. Scotty mm-hmm. was probably worried about my notes because I only messaged him like one thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and usually, for people that listen to this podcast, I'm usually doing an essay while I'm watching this movie. Yeah, but that tells you how much you need to pay attention during this movie. So. Yeah, all you said. What did you say? I think you said these I cops went to are... say <laughs> I Go meant ahead. to say these cops are dirt bags and I meant I said these cops are durst bags. Yeah. <laughs> Scotty re- re- Scotty responded with Fred Durst. Fred yeah, Durst. yeah, Fred Durst bags. <laughs> I looked at it and I typed that. That wasn't from my phone. Like, that was from my computer. I don't know what happened. Like, yeah. I was oh, so enthralled boy. in this movie, so <laughs> I will say, like, well, the the way that like it ends and then it flash forwards to two thousand three, I'm like, fucking what? I'm sorry, yeah. what? That nothing has been resolved anywhere. Like, I just it'd be fine if you keep kicking the shit out of that snide douchebag with the gray jumpsuit on, but that doesn't happen. Yeah. Um, there was no proof though. That was the whole thing. Ugh. Right. That's that scene when the paperwork gets open, I was just like, Oh, cause I tried to pause it too early. Cause I was trying to read that bottom part. And then the yeah. next scene, it went down there. And then like, I was just like, Oh God, what? I was like, we only got 10 minutes left in this movie. What's going yeah. on? Like, <laughs> so yeah. yeah, it's not a happy movie at all. Uh, but we got some factoids, too, that we can go about later. Yeah, I mean, it's not a happy uh, movie, but it's not, you know, uh, maybe take notes, Naughty Dog. You don't have to be the most depressing piece of shit in the world to tell, <laughs> still tell a story. Someone's still uh, upset about The Last of Us 2. <laughs> I, I grabbed the last sentence um, just just because I figured that it would come up. 
the the sentence reads since the dna fingerprint of the suspect does not correspond exactly to that found in the victim's body it cannot conclusively be said yep. that the suspect is the murderer which you know uh, there's a lot of things to consider and obviously that it, it's not a accurate retelling there's this is not the actual person who they talked to yeah. whether or not so in the context of the story it's not conclusive whether or not the person that they let go away was or was not the killer just right, because right, right. Uh, it, the other things to consider being that the, the semen sample that they collect is on cloth. Um, that's old that they, you mm. know, uh, collected later It has to transport internationally and DNA technology in the eighties is, you know, yeah, it's 86. Like it's not yeah. like now. Where yeah. you could fart in a room and they could identify you. Like, <laughs> I just watched uh, Die Hard 2 where he faxes fingerprints and he says to his cop <laughs> friend, he says uh, to Reginald Fell Johnson, he's like, run this through et cetera, et cetera, and Interpol. All right, cool. I'll talk to you in an hour. That'll be done, right? You yeah. know? <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Yeah. We might, need to, we might need to go visit Die Hard 2 on one of these episodes. Oh, I could <laughs> chew any of those apart. Don't you worry. Call. Call me, please. <laughs> call me, please. Is Nick just going to be a permanent third now? <laughs> only for only for police related, like justice police, related, yeah. police related movies. For sure. Yeah. I'm sorry, you we'll missed the, the weapon. Uh, we'll leave the Joey's to me and Scotty. So. Oh my gosh, Lord Almighty! Yeah, I mean, we could talk about the ending, and then we could. Talk, I mean, I'm, even though we're talking about the ending, the podcast is nowhere near done. I'm sure. But um, no, not at all. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, well, did, do you want to go ahead then, Corey? It sounded like you wanted to get something to say. Yeah. Right? So yeah, after we... that, after that uh, wonderful train track scene where you're just like, what the fuck is going on? Like, we right. don't have an answer anymore and all this. Uh, we just cut to 2003 and you're like, oh, OK, this is the year the movie came out. OK. Uh, OK. What is it? Pro detective. I had it pulled up. I forgot it. Park. Detective. Park. Park. Detective Park. Uh, oh, he's got a family now. He's married that prostitute that we were looking at earlier. And uh, now he's like a, what is he, a, a juicer salesman? Is that he's what he is? Or yeah. something. I guess yeah, he's, he's just like done selling. being a cop and you just go be a salesman. Sure, whatever. I, I assumed uh, that like his wife stayed with uh, a medical background and that he's selling the stuff because they have a house and they have two kids. So yeah. I don't yeah. think it's just him selling shit that's paying for everything. You know, but I don't well, know. Well, I mean, yeah. But then again, in that small town, maybe he's just cruising and that's, I don't know. I don't in know. Korea. Different, different worlds. Maybe. For sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah. And then uh, he, I guess they were passing by where the beginning of the movie takes place where the first murder was found. So he tells the driver to stop. Long walk. I liked how it did the long walk down all the way back to the murder scene. And uh, that right so there, looking, before we get beyond it, yeah. shows how much he's progressed because the first scene is him lazily hitching right. the ride on the back of a trailer. Yeah. But now he's walking yep. down the road on his own power in a suit, you know? Yep. Yeah. And he, he's crouched down looking at what's going on down there. Little girl walks up and says like, Oh, you're weird for looking in there. Someone was here a couple days ago looking in here. And he was just like, what? And you're like, wait, what? This is bull like <laughs> Yeah. And you just like, he see, he asks some more questions and all that stuff. And you get a little bit of the, the, the killer's motive. Uh, or motif where it's just like he just did it and he just looked like an everyday Joe and you're yeah. just like it's not like most murderers aren't like oh it's the guy with the scarred face from this right. and as the, it's usually incredibly normal looking people that do these murders like this I mean it's the same too like uh, when I found out like 
about hitmen. Like there was a part where I started like looking into that stuff and all that. And I was like, oh no, like actual hits are just like normal dudes wearing baseball caps walking by someone. And you're yep. just like, oh, that's terrifying. So Yeah. Yeah. It's not the <laughs> that's Bond why it's a very with... open ended and depressing ending. And I'm just like, right. I think I like this. <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. When with that ending, when he said it's an ordinary guy, I was like, wait, does that mean it was his partner? Does that mean it was a guy from Seoul? Does that who does that was it an inside job? Like that's had, all that was rattling through my head. Was, was it an inside job at that point? Because we didn't see. Because along with that, we didn't see too many actual uh, characters' faces throughout the movie. So I was just like trying to think, who did we actually see the face of in this thing? Besides the lineup right. and the dumb, uh, the photo yeah. album, essentially, you know, of suspects. Mm, right. So. Uh, but then it just that long stare <clears throat> on Detective Park's face. Yep. And you're just like, because if you look at that face, most of the time, whenever he's he they they pan to that face whenever he's looking at a suspect and he's like, looks he looks certain, uh, except until towards the end of the movie. And even at the very end of the movie, you're like, it's still like he doesn't like you're just like, what the fuck? Like, what is going on here, man? It's crazy. Right. I love the shot, though. I love the long shot on it and all that. Yeah. So it's very, very good. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's where they break the fourth wall unless i'm mistaken um at least that's what i i'm gonna i'm gonna say this and then i'll say how i think about it um in another analytical video i feel partially dumb for having to watch these but it's just like cliff notes i mean i didn't understand Macbeth the first time i read it you know so (laughs) um but like so he's staring at the audience he's not just staring at the camera like he's yeah okay if, if people yeah. people can't see Corey's face and he's just like you son of a bitch it don't, yeah yeah, yeah because anyone, and once anyone I, ordinary and he's looking at the audience so that and, video yeah. telling me that was like fuck i definitely need to watch this again that is awesome because yeah at the end because you emphasize this dumb rule he has throughout the whole thing of i'm a shaman i'm gonna look in your eyes i'm gonna tell you if you're lying or not and then at the end he's just like are you fucking serious and he stares at the camera but he's breaking the fourth wall because after he and it's an ordinary dude he's looking at the audience to try to find that ordinary dude that is the murderer so that's cool yeah i might have to rewatch this again (laughs) (laughs) god damn it i mean did you pick up on that when you watched this after so many times nick i obviously did not pick up on that the first time through Yes, yes. Uh, so I, I don't think that I necessarily got that the first time. I think the first time that I watched it, it was the same as Corey, where it's just like there's this kind of thousand yards there and he's like, it can be anyone. And like there's kind of this look that he has that's broken. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. what was it all for? Like he's still not only is he still out there, like he was apparently here and he's still thinking about it. Like, right. Fuck. Relishing um, in his axe. So, yeah. But yeah, no, on subsequent watches, definitely. And and again, bringing back up like the way that it starts, just the kid staring right at, you know, at a grasshopper, but kind of at, same at the audience, mm-hmm. you know, as it begins, right. so it ends, um, you know, and, and then the inter- the uh, uh, Bong Joon-ho had given an interview where he has expressed that intention directly. Like, oh, okay. I wanted to end on that, you know, with him staring out into the audience with the idea that, He's still he's searching. He's searching the audience. He's searching everywhere. That's well, because at the time that the movie came out, it was an it was an unsolved case. Unsolved case. Yes. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Do we want to bring that up? Segway. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. The best segues are when you announce them. So, uh, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) 
Entering Segway Zone. So. I mean, I'll, I'll read the factoid here. Uh, or is this the one? Wait. Um, oh, yes. Okay. I'll read the factoid here and then we can go into more detail about it. Um, but the real murderer, Lee Chun Jae, was discovered through DNA evidence in September of 2019. He confessed to each of the 10 murders, an additional four murders, and 30 rapes. However, he can't be convicted due to a 15-year statute of limitations in South Korea. He is serving a life sentence for the 1994 murder of his sister-in-law. Yes. Wow. Fucked up dude. So, uh, so the, the murders that this movie are, are based on did occur from 86 to 91. Um, and absolutely bizarrely, he went on to uh, kind of do the inverse of, of what... Um, modern conventions of serial killing are like typically the understanding of, of serial killers are that they, they kill someone first close to their home, close in proximity to them mm-hmm. and then spiral out, you know, eventually gaining more confidence until they just become, you know, they unhinged enough to, yeah. Uh, he, he started methodical and then eventually worked his way back into his circle, which is what got him caught. Um, so the the, the uh, murder of his sister in law was in '94, which obviously he did get caught for. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's kind of like um, like other famous unresolved serial killings, like the Black Dahlia. Um, the the preve- the prevalent theory with the Black Dahlia killings are that yeah, that person got arrested for some other crime, which is why. They just stopped, and nobody was ever able to find them. Hmm. Zodiac it's terrifying. Killer. <clears throat> yeah. Zodiac yeah. killer too that's, is what he's compared to. Yes. Yeah. From yes. what I was reading, so yeah, it's fucked up, and it's creepy as hell. I mean, so he, well, so I mean, in real life, I guess there's a quote happy ending. He was at least caught. Yeah. But, yeah, but it took how many freaking? I mean, it took that's uh, insane. Like, 20, 2019. Like, yeah, 2019, 2003, 16 years since the movie came out. And what's even crazier about the movie, I wanted to note, note that quote that was on the, the docket, too, was uh, Le, was it Lee Chu Jae confessed mm-hmm. to the oh. crimes that the film was based on in 2019. He admitted to watching it, meaning the movie, saying, mm-hmm. I just watched it as a movie. I had no feeling or emotion towards the movie. To be the killer and watching the movie that is based off of your killings, like yeah. that... Unhinged. The audacity. It's a problem. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the I'm I'm gonna try not to get too much on my soapbox right now, but that is the problem with American media right now, is we are oh, glorifying yes. these psychopaths. And like yeah. watch this and you will see like it's I'm not that exciting. About it's not that dramatic. <laughs> like if you read about this dude, yeah, that's not some fun time, like, oh, he's um this mysterious sexy guy because that's what all the, that's what they're doing with all that yeah. shit so yeah but yeah not with this and, and it is i i think that it is interesting that like um not necessarily a litmus test certainly not one that anybody should use as an argument about um how to determine someone's uh psychopathy uh psychopathy oh god i'm not psychopathy or not psychopathy this is what i wanted to say but you know to to watch something whether or not it's an accurate um, recreation or rendition of your actions and be like, yeah, I felt nothing. Yeah. Like just watch that, it as a movie. Yeah. The, the average person watches it and just like, dang, you mm-hmm. know, honestly, 
uh, like soul crushing to, to realize yeah, that this, really. like a, an iteration of these events occurred in real life. But to watch them and be like, yeah, I don't know. The movie and that even came out in 2003. Yeah. Even more terrifying is that like he didn't want to boast to be like, oh, this movie's about me because I'm the killer. He was just quiet the entire time. Like yep. <laughs> that's even more that's even more terrifying to think about. Yeah. Yeah, it's I mean, that that's the equivalent of us like watching like a Bassmasters introduction to fishing. Be like, yeah, that's I watched that. Yep, <laughs> yeah, know? that was I, it went into I my eyeballs. It. That's what it did. So. Mm-hmm. Um, did we do they uh, I assume that for the movie, then the like the movie, uh, the radio request and all that was probably added to that. Or do we we might not even know that much. Or do you have any idea, I, Nick, other than what you said? there? Yeah, much? I believe that that's. Um, that may have been something that was incorporated from a play because the original oh, okay. concept for it was like does have loose interpretations or connections to a play that's also based on like a mystery surrounding the uh, unresolved at the time eighty six serial killings in Korea. Okay. So um, that that may have been something that they took from the play. Uh, I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. So the play came out before this movie. Yes. Okay. I don't know. That's interesting. I'd be curious. Well, the only way I'd, I don't know how I'd see that play, but I'd be curious to see it. Mm-hmm. Just a different so form. Recording of it or something? I don't know. Those are hard to find unless it's something like Hamilton or whatever, you know. <laughs> certainly, true. certainly, I think it would be difficult. So the, the stage play was 96. So it would certainly oh, be okay. difficult to find a wow, home yeah. recording of a 96 stage play in Korea. That too. Yeah. yeah that's a. Yeah, it's if it's you have crazy. one, send it to. Uh, yeah, <laughs> if right, you yeah. have one, send it to us. We'll all watch it and be like, yeah, mm-hmm. we'll talk yeah, about wild. it. We'll thank you. So yeah, we'll do a watch party in the Discord. It'll be great. Uh, Check and see if Chirito has a copy. He's our only listeners. <laughs> sure, why not? Yeah. <laughs> so both Chirito, now Graham and Nick, we just have to keep inviting people, and then that's how we gain listeners. But, I yeah, see, because they yeah, feel yeah. Imp- imposed to do research. So. Yeah, <laughs> Invite we, gotta, them on. we gotta get viewers by guilt. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Um I forgot what I was gonna Oh that no, that's crazy to me that that play happened so closely to the to when the murder started and everything. That's yeah, like five or six years. Eerie. Yeah. yeah. Oh boy. I guess there were lack of material over there, but I don't know. Um but uh yeah, this is this movie was something. It hits you. It's it's good though, but I can understand yeah, I don't know. Uh, they, I could see this getting released in America and the trailer being completely mm-hmm. different from what the actual movie is. Like something like, uh, well, good to go back to Annihilation. I thought that was a straight up slasher horror film, the way yeah. s- some trailers portrayed it, but it is not that at all. So I feel like, opposite. yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't think this is up America's alley anyway. But Parasite is, so now this will be magically, you know. Yeah. So. I mean, bearing I in you, mind that yeah. the movie was released internationally in the summer of 05, mm-hmm. um, you know, certainly like uh, before f- foreign films became as popular as they have been probably True. in the last 10 years. And Wait. in the uh, like a summer release with a bunch of kids, like you're, you're oh, going to be competing yeah. with action blockbusters, things that, you know, other people want to see. That's true. Um, yeah. I didn't really look up. We talked about that with Tokyo when we when we reviewed Tokyo Godfathers, where it was just oh, like yeah. in an era of when anime just wasn't mainstream yet, so yeah. it just didn't. Like ten years later, the movie would have made a butt ton of money. <laughs> like yeah, right, so. yeah. Par- Parasite 
you know, d- d- did come out in the zeitgeist of Korean culture being uh, a lot mm-hmm. more popular. Um, so and not not to again knock Parasite at all. I think that there's uh, I I do think that I should go rewatch Parasite to um, find some more of the things that I, I observed having watched Memories of Murder so right. much. But for, of all of them, this is my personal uh, favorite for Bong Joon Ho. Okay. It's okay. It's okay yeah. to be a hipster of something you, you love. <laughs> <laughs> You're amongst right. friends. So. Actually, everything that I love for sure. Since my internet will bog, if I look on this, it'll bog down the audio. Corey, can you look up July 15th, 2005 to see what else released in the States? Because that's when the, this came out over here, apparently. Was that that was the release Are you talking date? About on the numbers thing that we yeah the numbers thing. Um, I tried to look up. I can share in the chat real quick if you it. okay. If you need a link to that site, but we can see what it was actually what it was batting against uh, in the U.S. here at least. So I mean, I've I've got it pulled up. I'm looking at it, and I can see why. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, if you have give it, us go give ahead us the ten, the top ten, or we'll something. Let our guests. Yeah. I mean, yeah. In uh, so July one two thousand five, uh, Undead. Oh, this is one that wasn't a good one to start. Uh, there's a, a movie Rebound, which has Martin Lawrence in it. Uh, but July eight two thousand five, uh, the Fantastic Four released. Oh, good. Oh no, great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so many disappointed people that weekend. <laughs> uh, July fifteen, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and Wedding oh. Crashers. Uh, oh, I was in the theater seeing Wedding Crasher, so I was oof. the problem. <laughs> uh, July 22nd, Hustle and Flow, The Island, Bad News Bears. Yeah, it's popcorn month. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So, um, yeah, by the end of the month, there's Stealth, Sky High. Stealth. Um, Holy crap. Yeah. Sky, hold on. <laughs> Sky High is a good movie. <laughs> Sure. I, I, sure. I seriously. Hey, hey, Corey, no, what, what's the name of the rival in Sky High? What's his name? Do you mm-hmm. remember? It's something super edge lordy. I forget what it is. His his name is Warren Peace. Uh, yes, that's what it is. <laughs> yes. All right. So I'm s- all right. I'm sorry, Nick. Uh, you uh-huh. will not be coming back because you are now a fan of Sky High. It's been confirmed. <laughs> we cannot. No, no, no. <laughs> Kicked off another I still one. Stay. Sky High <laughs> is the reason My Hero Academia exists. Probably. <laughs> I remember I did see uh, Stealth in the theater. It was me and two other people, and we riffed the hell out of that thing. And then I realized at the end, I was like, oh, shit, this is just Evolver, but with jets. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it has the exact, like, almost frame for frame the same yeah. ending as Evolver. It's fucking wow. amazing. Just a sentient yeah. airplane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh That's, my god. Uh, what could go wrong? Jamie Foxx, tell us how. Uh, well, when we start scraping the barrel for movies, maybe we'll get him on, and then we could get the. Oh my god, movie. we could just yeah, we could have an AI gone wrong like half year, not even a month. I was going to say, but you know, <laughs> what is it? Space Odyssey two thousand one. Yeah, everybody's uh, how. Uh, I robot. Mm-hmm. I robot. Yep, that's true. Mm-hmm. I, oh mm-hmm. god. Was that artificial intelligence movie? Didn't it have Robin Williams in it? Yeah. Uh, like yes. Or yeah, was Haley it Bison- Joel. Oh, it's, I'm thinking of Bicentennial Man, so whoops. Bicentennial Man and AI both have. Oh, okay, he was in both of those. Okay. Gotcha. All right. Uh, yeah, so that was anyway, Memories of Murder. Memories. 
Uh, you have to you have to have a little bit of levity before you come back to the movie about unresolved murders. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it is yeah. true. Um, I mean, that's yeah. AI is freaking me out anyway. Uh, but that yeah, you're not wrong is a movie. So we got to give it the rating now. Um, so we'll give it. Uh, let's see here. What would be the um? Oh boy. Oh, what's a fun. Uh, how many how many nice pairs of shoes out of five? <laughs> how many nice shoes? Yeah, how many? We nice didn't even shoes. talk about that. <laughs> what's uh, what's we'll yeah? What's of- nice? What's nice shoes? The slogan like uh, just done it instead of just do it. <laughs> just did it. Just, just did, did it. it. Just did it. Yeah. <laughs> just did it. Okay. All right. So who's gonna give? I guess should we let our guests go first? And yeah. uh, I mean, obviously, if they picked it, they liked it. So. <laughs> oh. I, I, you you kind of hit the nail on the head. Like it's art. You know, every yeah. single bit, every shot is purposeful. There's there's not wasted moments, not wasted motion. Every bit of lighting, uh, color sound design all of it uh i mean i I did come on intending to or thinking that i might be hyperbolic when i i I will give it five burned meat out of five (laughs) there you go okay (laughs) yeah it it, you know it it may not be for everybody um but yeah i i can't think of um anything that i would change about the movie i will say that i know i I only say this because i know some people that are like this that and I'm not trying to say the movie is pretentious, but it mm. is a very, if you don't like this style of movie, you're not going to like this movie at all. Absolutely, if you like yeah. law and order, you might not like this movie at all. Like you might, it's very different. Like yeah. you gotta, it's, For it's sure. a little artsy fartsy, but you gotta like that stuff. And I like some artsy fartsy sometimes. And this one was great. So, uh, I guess I'm gonna get mine. I'm not, I'm not going to say it's perfect. Mm-hmm. It's very, very good for me, though. I would say a 4.5. I'm going to give 4.5 pounds of burnt meat <laughs> out of burnt meat. So, <laughs> yeah. Out of burnt meat. There you go. We yeah. got a bunch of meats. So, I, 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 I feel, unfortunately, I feel like I didn't appreciate it as much until I watched a video that told me to, uh, is how to yeah. sum it up. Um, so, with that in mind, though, I'd have to give it like a three and a half, only because, like, <laughs> If I watched it once and just walked away, I would have been I would have forgotten about it had we not had this conversation. You know what I mean? For sure. Um, For sure. But I think I feel like this isn't like your kind of genre. No, I don't know. Nick probably knows you a little bit more than I do, but I feel like this isn't like the genre you jump down the rabbit hole all the time with. You got to be like there's movies that are are soul food movies, and this is not one of them. Like there's movies that I watch over and over. But like. But if I but I will say if I if I saw this at like a half price books and it had like bonus stuff with the director and writers on it, I'd probably buy it you, because I would watch it again collection. for that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you So like I I could see myself watching this again if I ended up buying it. But I don't think like I would pull this up or it would like come across in a recommendation on stream and I'd be like, yeah, I'm feeling that, you know. Um, yeah, but that doesn't mean it's a bad movie at all. And, and I do, I enjoy stuff like this, just not all the time because it is, yeah. you have to cleanse your palate before watching this and after it. Um, and Absolutely. well, case in point though, like how I watched it for this viewing was I watched it once, took notes and then, and I was like, uh, well, 
we watched that and then I immediately found an ending explanation. And then when I learned that, I was like, oh, yeah, I've got to watch this again. So what I started to do was on my lunch break during this week leading up, I was going to watch a half hour at a time. I did one half hour. I was like, I can't watch this movie like this. So (laughs) I so I carved out a morning and I watched the whole the whole thing a second time. Uh, fully through because if you because of the uh, the pacing of the movie you can't like take a break walk away and come back because you're not going to be in that no. same headspace um yeah so so that in mind again not to say it's a bad movie but you got to be in the right headspace for it but i would i would still genuinely recommend this to people but not everybody but if i if i was talking to someone and i find out what they're into the time i would recommend it would be like you have to watch this you know not like maybe yeah. check this out you know what i mean yeah so, like, no, this yeah. is a you definitely if you're recommending this, it's like, yeah, you need to watch it. So yeah. Yeah, I yeah, can yeah. say I remember seeing I saw the devil a few years ago uh, mm. and I can't tell you anything about that movie. But this movie, I would say I'm going to remember a lot about this movie too now because I, I really like I liked it. Like I said, though, I wouldn't watch this again for probably months. Like I am not very yeah, like, this watching is... it like once a month or anything. Like yeah, that. we don't want to. We also no. don't want to put across the thought that like this is just what Nick watches every Friday afternoon or something. <laughs> you know, <laughs> no, this is that's my first inception. understanding of him. This might right. be what what he watches all the time. So mm-hmm. <laughs> no, so. I it it by by contrast, like there are movies that I've watched once and I'm like. Wow, what a thing. I'm never going to watch that again. If someone tries to get me to watch it again, I'm going to run very fast away. Like The Road. Yeah, um, yeah or The Sixth Sense. Like, after you watch that movie once, you're like, cool, there's really no rewatchability here. Very, like, very, different, the very different reasons why I would not watch The Sixth Sense again and well, The Road true. again. The Road was soul-crushing. Like yes, uh-huh. and 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 I would say my that parents is, watched that movie. <laughs> yeah, this is like halfway through. Like like it, it if if the the road is ten in terms of like soul crushing and you know whatever anything popcorn flick is as is like a one or a zero. I would right. say that Memories of Murder is like a five. Mm-hmm. It's you mm-hmm. can watch it again yeah. and probably not like be filled with despair, but yeah. it is like a despair inducing film. I, and that's I, you could not pay me to watch the road again. But that's because of the cinematography as well. Like the way this film is shot, yes, it's not shot like sure. a depressing film. It's just shot like a day in the life. So yeah, that that it could a, you, long it way. could have been shot just blank, blankly, mm-hmm. just like very stoic shots and just like widescreen, boom, boom. Here's the next one. Here's the next one. And it would not have been as good. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. So I was on the fence at first, but now I'm okay with it. So <laughs> I, I was not sure. I yeah, I <laughs> I was ready for it to go one of two ways with Corey, honestly. But that's why I said I what almost I said. I, halfway through. I, I in my head, I was I when you made the Fred Durst bag joke, I was like, <laughs> I was I was about to say, man, I don't know, is this is this gonna be good for the podcast? Like that, I did was legitimately gonna ask that, and then mm-hmm. I was like, no, shut up, just watch it all the way through. And I was like, oh no, this is this is great. Like this is it's a very different tone for how our podcast is because we have it like i said last time we've had something like this was probably annihilation i think something along this yeah. lines of very like artsy and like yeah i mean even that movie kind of ends depressing too so yeah. oh super duper uh, yeah but the thing is with following like we just had grandma on with jackie chan super cop bouncing off buses yeah. extraordinaire oh, and then we hop into this yeah. 
<laughs> but yeah, yeah. Uh, I, as I said, I, I when I when I realized that the episode before this one was going to be a uh, police story, like I was like, yeah, this is perfect, and it, it was. <laughs> I, did have, I did have a concern that I'd be like, man, what if I come onto this episode? Like, neither of them have said anything in this group chat. What if I come onto this episode and they're both like, what the fuck are you doing coming in here making us watch this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How I, dare I, you make me read? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was, I, yeah, I felt kind of bad. You mentioned the, the discord chat that we have. Cause the, the way that uh, just little uh, behind the curtain, like we set up when we have a guest on, we set up a side chat that is just for this episode rather than having like a giant group chat of everyone that's ever been on. Um, right. And with Graham, we were talking about Jackie Chan and other stuff here and there, but like with Nick, with Nick's chat, I I hesitated to say things about the movie because I didn't want to start the conversation because I knew that would sure. just start the waterfall of a conversation yes, that sure. was that should have been this episode. So that's why Scotty knows so, his friends. So. <laughs> well, yeah, no, that's the thing too. That's another reason I wanted to have Nick on because he's a really great conversationalist. Like we could talk about nothing forever, and we have before. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Uh, that in mind, next choice by Nick. Uh, doesn't matter if he has a say. I'm saying it's Johnny Mnemonic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, fuck yeah. <laughs> I've never seen it, so I'm. Oh in. no, you oh, shouldn't yeah. have said that. I was joking, but now. <laughs> mm. Oh man. I think I picked it up at half price books, so I think I own it. I just have. I watched. I picked it up specifically because I knew we would fucking talk about it on this podcast. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Amazing. Um, that should just be the banner cover. It's just Johnny Mnemonic zoomed in like, yeah. <laughs> of the DVD. <laughs> you have not That's seen the VHS cool. version, and yet you speak like that. Oh, boy, have I got a treat for you. <laughs> oh, buddy. Oh, man. Here we um, go. I think I think that's going to about do it, though. I think... Um, do you guys have any other... Wait, wait. Let, me, let me double check the factoids, but I don't think we had anything else. No, watch it. That's what I'm going to tell everybody. So... <laughs> Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, there is another one, but it's it's the only thing was like uh, Detective. So I guess the actor that portrayed him, he said to look properly worn out by the stress of the case. He deliberately limited his food intake and slept fewer hours. And boy, did that show. But yeah, yes. that's the only other factoid here I really had. Uh, yeah, I'll throw out a fun factoid when when uh, that that arrest scene where Park arrests uh, Detective Seo. Oh yeah, um, their introduction. So for sure, very up. anime intro. That's the first time that those two had been on set together, and there was no choreography done for the stunt. So what? Um, yeah. So when he like falls down and he's uh, like trying to help the lady out, uh, the the script so, so is something to the effect of he goes down and like confronts him, like he fights him, uh, and the the actor for Detective Park is like, yeah, I love wrestling, so I'm gonna just leap off the side and drop kick him. And that's yeah, none did. of that. Yeah, and he he just drop kicked the dude, and uh, you know a lot of that was unscripted. Lived and great. yeah, man, there was, was a lot first of interaction like together. That's great. Yeah. There were a lot of drop kicks in this movie for it not being a Jackie Chan film too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All yeah, of the drop kicks true. were uh, yeah, all dramatic though. You know, none of them were happy. Every no, every were like, were, cool. Like, wrenching. By the time we saw the third one in the film, I had in my head, I'm not even joking, like, oh, I could fucking do a drop kick. Jesus, this looks easy, yeah. you know? <laughs> it's easy. Like, it seems perfectly fine. No. Yeah. We'd be held up in the bed for a week after trying to do one. Probably. Oh, yeah. I would, like, land on my keys or something, and I'd be in the hospital. That would... <laughs> my spleen. Yeah. It's important. Yeah. That's important all it takes. Uh, to know. <laughs> 
got to know how to how to take that hit. Um, right. But yeah, so thank you though, Nick, for joining yeah. us. Uh, it was a good time. We will definitely have you Thanks on for again. Me. Um, thank you for indulging me. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, oh, uh, you you filled up an hour and fifteen minutes, sir. You can indulge any time. So, <laughs> right? <laughs> Amazing. This is, this is easy content, is what this is. <laughs> Excellent. That's a, that's our motto here. But uh, just remember, if you're getting a little bit of static, don't touch that dial because you are right where you need to be. The static zone. There you go. Yeah. Uh, did we not it. want to talk about the movie we chose for the next episode? Ah, oh, fuck. Guess what? <laughs> Bonus. After credits, you've rewound. Hey, we're going to watch Streets of Fire. You have fast forwarded awesome. past the post credit scene. Surprise, everybody. We're going to watch the rock and roll something or other called Streets of Fire next time. Rock and roll but, fable is what the cover says. Rock and roll fable. Rock and roll fable. That's uh, Willem Dafoe. That song for the last 40 minutes. So. Possibly Willem Dafoe's first film. I don't know. Bill Paxton Possibly. is in it. I did confirm that. Okay, I thought so. I saw so, him for like half a scene in the trailer. Go watch the trailer if you guys want to get ready for the episode because the trailer's awesome. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, just remember yeah. if you're getting a little bit of static, don't touch that yeah. dial <laughs> because you are right where you need to be in the static zone. Oh my God. I got to pee. Let's do this. <laughs> All right. We are out. You normally. Thank you.